And with that, let's get into it. This is the Monday Mass with Chris Cote and Todd Richards, a.k.a. the world's greatest action sports podcast, it's a.k.a. A- our fifth anniversary. This is the fifth year anniversary. This is the fir- this is the anniversary of when you were so bored that you're like, will you come and do Hard this up. podcast with me? Because I can't do it alone. I was just sitting there talking to myself one day, and I realized, you know who would be fun to talk to? Todd Richards. Literally anyone else. And Todd was like, dude, I would give anything to work with you on a weekly basis. And I said, you know what? All you got to do is give me $500 a week. I'll let you co-host the show. Mm -hmm. And here we are, five years later. What's five times 52 times five? I don't know. That's like $180,000 that Todd's paid me so far to be part of this podcast. And to celebrate our our five-year anniversary, (laughs) we're going to have a new format. Yeah. Yeah. New format. Yeah, you didn't. I told you this morning. Yeah. We're gonna ask questions. We're gonna oh. give. We're gonna give news, but we're also gonna like talk about subjects. Dude, I've been talking about subjects. Yeah, but what but have you this, been doing? But this you is mean gonna, it's official? Now. This is gonna be better. Well, uh, on March 18th, five years ago, Todd and I got together and wait, did this podcast. Wait, wait, May 18th. May 18th. That would be the anniversary part. Okay. Yeah, May 18th. <laughs> I deleted it. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Mm. We got together, and five years ago, talking about the same shit we're talking about today, pretty much. Five years ago, we talked about Sean White getting barreled. Oh, wait. This is like what we were talking about on the first episode? Yeah, this is what we were talking uh, about okay. on our first episode. <laughs> we right. talked about Sean White getting barreled. We talked about uh, Surf Ranch, Spin Deniers. Remember when that was a big issue in our lives? Mm. Yeah, when, those when were, we the were days. We were math pioneers. 540 debates, you know, all that fun stuff. But here we are today, uh, and it's March 22nd. So our technically our anniversary was a couple days ago. Yeah, but I'm, it was the weekend. You, you didn't miss it. I missed it. Well, well, this weekend I was pretty busy, Todd. I know. The whole world. Same the here. The world is talking about it. Same here. No, you, had, world, you had... Um, I was not, super parkour dad. Not only hosting, you were hosting some stuff, but then you were also parkour. Two days of parkour dad. Yeah. Two You're days st- in the gym. Yeah. Parkour gyms have a certain scent to them. They smell like uh, other gyms, <laughs> and it's do you like it? it it's a I don't visceral. Know, I don't know about you, but when I grew up, speaking of scents, scents. My car, my first car was a Chevy Chevette. You know what a Chevette is? Yeah. Okay. So it was like this two little, door. I th- yeah, no, it was a two door. Yeah. It was like a two door weird little Chevy hatchback thing. True. And I got it my senior year in high school, and it smelled like a pad bag. Oh yeah. Like it smelled like pads. All because my pads were always wet. Right. Sweaty and wet. Sweat, it, so when you were skating. On the East Coast, uh-huh. and around the Massachusetts area, yeah, was the summer temperature really hot and Inferno. spicy? Inferno, hotter than California. Yeah, because we have like it's like a lot of humidity, and then obviously you like you would skate 
it didn't matter. Like if there was a ramp, you skated every day, no right. matter how hot it was. And it gets like in the 90s with lots of humidity in the if East Coast. If there's a ramp, we're going to skate it. I went there when I was in Cape Cod last summer with my daughter. We went to the skate park, uh, shout out Sandwich Skate Park in Sandwich, Massachusetts. It was like 95 degrees with like full humidity. And I felt like I was going to die. And there really? was, But there was no one there. Are you okay? I'm okay now. Um, do you want to just... Uh we're going to talk about parkour. We're going to talk about uh, skateboarding, <laughs> surfing, all that stuff. But I got a special guest who's at the airport. This is going to be fun. This is just, see, new format, Todd. You just allow, allowed us to get as free as a bird. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, this is a surprise guest. Oh, I don't know who this so is. This technically could be snow news, which we'll get into, but we're just going to start the show off with the homie. Well, if they actually answer, which is more likely than not. Oh, you'll know when they answer. You'll know. It doesn't the sound. The second they answer, you'll know when they answer. Money Mass is presented by Ration Ale <laughs> Brewing. R-A-T-I-O-N. Ale Brewing. Rationale Brewing. Rationale Brewing is a non-alcoholic beer that the will best. give you uh, a happy buzz. Not like a buzz. It like you won't the get itch. alcohol buzz, but I'll you'll tell you. Hanson Surfboards <laughs> at Hanson Surfboards online is the place for you. You go to well, in at, shop and online. Yeah, but if you're out of state, you go to HansonSurfboards.com and you can get all your stuff. You know anything? All the new stuff. If you're back east, yeah. you're you're in like the Midwest. You want the cool stuff that the kids are wearing. Ten times cooler than Amazon. Ten times cooler than Amazon. Amazon's that's, not a sponsor. That's their tagline. Um, oh, you know what, too? If you want to give a good gift to anyone in the in the world, Hanson Surfboards, Hanson Encinitas. Who's your guest? You can't tell who that is, huh? No. Don't look. Who is it? Dude. I, I can't tell. Uh, uh, beneath Apparel. Guest B is paying their bill at the airport. BN3TH. Beneath Apparel. Beneath Apparel is... Start no, this is <laughs> this is going great. Underwear. I'm going to delete this. You, it's the best thing to touch your skin other than jeans. There's, there's there, was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of positive comments on jean underwear last week. I know. You know, there's times in your life, right? The, the first time... Uh, as a, a teenager or an adult that you get touched down there with, you know, that when you want to be touched. Like you like you rubbing the against the couch. Like Chris rubbing himself against the sofa while watching beneath. cartoons. I almost went down a weird path there, but what, what is, I'm okay. trying to say is beneath is the best Let's under, talk about in the world. Beneath the peril is the it's it's very comfortable it's on your skin. What is the worst material for underwear? Uh, Out of me, all the materials. For me, like a vintage World War One wool. Wow. You know, like a vintage, thick, yes. scratchy wool pair of underpants. Right. That's the worst. The best, and they're slightly damp and a little sandy, uh -huh. but the best is beneath undergarments. Do beneath. Hear, do I hear mine? Yeah. Um, mine would be rosebush. <laughs> uh, tumbleweed woven underwear. Rosebush underwear, officially the worst underwear material ever. At Pedal Electric, Pedal Dot Electric on the Instagram. Um, they're in the 
phone. It's already freaking crowded at your local wherever because the summertime starts next week. Dude, the kids parking. are getting out of school. Parking, parking pff, hack doesn't even exist anymore. In the town that we live in, our city council has decided they want to eliminate all the parking. Well, we got a parking hack for you. Get yourself a pedal electric bike, and then you can ride your bike all over town. The range is incredible. The speed is incredible. The power. The dual engines. Feel the dual engines. The best. Quick charging. These bikes are the best. Where else do we have? Uh, Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. This is collagen and MCT brain oil for your mind, body, soul, skin, teeth, hair, etc. The best. The best collagen out there. We love it. Bubs Chris, Naturals. We also have a new sponsor. What? It's called Machu Picchu Energy. What? Yes, sir. That and starts are, now. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Well, where is the... Our product placement is currently at my house, but wow, we are huge fans of Machu Picchu Energy at Machu Picchu Energy on Instagram. Who's some, they got a pretty hot team, don't they? They got all there's all kinds of fools on this team. Who's that guy in the barrel? Who's the guy in the barrel? Let's see. Who's the guy in the barrel? That would be John John Florence. I've heard of him. John John Florence. So if is you part drink of Machu, Machu Picchu, Picchu John no John sugar, we'll teach you how to serve. Natural caffeine. Get freaking blitzed on Machu Picchu. Sick. Right? All right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then back to our existing sponsors to add to Machu Picchu. Thank you, Machu Picchu. We're going to have some right here next show. Uh, we got Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce available now at Target. Every freaking Target on at Target. the planet. I love going They're, to Target. I will say. It's fun. It's like a... What it's you, like a little trip. What's the aisle that you go to first? Do you still go to the toy aisle first? Yeah, yeah I do too. Lego aisle. It's weird. Toy aisle, Lego aisle. Like, do you ever aisle. grow out of that? No. Like I go I, to the. I, I don't the, trust people that don't go to the toy aisle first. I also go to the clothing section just really? on the off chance. Like, sometimes, like, I've got a Wu Tang shirt there, I've got a Prince, Prince and the Revolution shirt there, and now I can get Bachans there. That's right. So I'm very you, excited about are that. Are you? How do you feel about grocery stores and like quote unquote department stores being one? Does it um, weird? Does it weird you out the way it weirds me out? A little bit. Like I don't like wandering from, you know, say I'm over in, underpants. Yeah, I'm like underpants, and then I go one aisle over, and it's just meat. And then pillows. Yeah. Towels, garden stuff. Wouldn't it be great salami. if they just mixed it in? <laughs> With the other stuff, uh, you know, would anarchy target, yeah. So it's that just, way, there's no aisles, yeah. The well, there's aisles, but they're not, they're like, right, like they're it like could be maze. like it could be like stationary and then just like cheese, like falafel, raw, right, warm under a warmer and a vacuum cleaner, right. That's what that's what anarchy people really target want. that represents the ADD that the United States is currently, uh, in the grips and of everything's on sale, always, always, right. all right. Uh, whoa, New Greens, at New Greens. You want to have energy to go to Anarchy Target? You drink your Machu Picchu, and then you get some New Greens. You shake it up in the thing. You drink it. Mm -hmm. What did you call it? Snorting a salad? Yeah, you ever just want to like mainline a salad? Yes. That's I where do. New Greens comes in. At New Greens. New formula, New Greens. New Greens. At New for Greens. For me, New Greens Instagram. for you. com at D-I-E-C-U-T-S-T-I-C-K-E-R-S dot com d-o-t-c-o-m and that is the end of our sponsor we have a guest i don't know who this is good morning oh i gotta put it on That's the speaker weird. phone good morning 
<laughs> Good morning, rise and shine, listeners. Hey, we got a special guest to start our show, and his name is, it's all one word, Joey B. How you doing? How you doing, Joey B? Oh, wait, where are you? We're doing great, man. We're doing absolutely phenomenal here. Are you in Utah still? Where are you now? Yes, we're, I'm in Utah. I'm in the airport. Oh, you're going home? I'm exiting. Exiting. No, you exiting just, Utah. He's exiting Utah. He was there for his bomb hole. Were you you were on a little getaway too, a little romantic getaway to Utah? Yes, dude. You know, just really soaking it all in, soaking up that Wasatch, the Wasatch vibe here. It's, uh, I like that. Really something, really something special here. It's really something special. The Parm doesn't seem to be melting. No, the Parm is still in full effect. <laughs> Lots of Parm going on. So you went. So you're on a podcast tour. Right now, you were on the bomb hole. Now you're on the Monday Mass. This yeah, is a big, actually, you're having a moment. Way. I'm actually, I'm actually flying to Encinitas, so I should be at your doorstep in the next. Uh, <laughs> Are you flying here? <laughs> no, no, oh. no, no. Oh. Darn it! Can <laughs> you? Mean, will you? I will. I will. So hey, <sighs> so Joe, you rolling straight back into um, hot girl summer in Montauk right now. Oh yeah. When does it start to heat up? Like when oh. when does it start to go crazy where you just want to murder everyone in the entire town or kiss them? No, usually yeah, that's Memorial Day weekend. That's yeah. when the really that's when the real fun begins. That's when it's over. It just ends. It's well, just yeah, I I'll enjoy this last week of like semi peace and quiet, but then yeah, Memorial Day comes out all the bros, all the brads, all the all the Karens and Susies, they all head out, you know, time to move into their summer rental. So what is the what is the surf scene like in Montauk? Because a lot of us only just know it as, you know, kind of like hip and cool and the boards look expensive. But I know there's hardcore people there. I know there's people like Nikki Boy at night. I know there's a crew that keeps it real. But what what is that kind of summer surf scene in Montauk like for those who have never indulged? Well, I mean, you know, Nick Boy, Nick Boy at night is now a family man, so he's uh, he's he's had to pull back the reins a little bit. Okay, so, okay. Uh, you know, the summer it's it's a lot of longboards, um, a lot of longboards, a lot of fins, a lot of boards strapped to the roof, uh, like not the right way. A lot of fins facing the back, <laughs> maybe wax, maybe wax up, maybe sticking out of the sunroof. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of longboards. Not okay. really much swell. Not okay. much swell. Although although yesterday I heard it was head high. All right. A little sneaky surprise swell, which is kind of nice. Love to um, hear it. Yeah, you know, it's I, I try to get on my fish every once in a while. Um, I brought a foamy because the last time I had a longboard, uh, I was sitting on the you know sitting on the channel and somebody rode off the back of a wave and just rode directly over the front of my nice. <laughs> beautiful Bing surfboard that was like a Jeff Ho you know I don't know Jeff Ho collab series it was pretty special uh, and it just got absolutely butchered from the lineup yeah, so not I, I kind of get I kind of know you were like hey I'm over here I'm right here I, I said listen dude you might as well just keep the board at this point <laughs> Joey we, we just wanted to talk to you get an update on how is Joey B how you doing doing sounds like you're doing great uh, Dude, we're we running. Expect? We're running hot. We're running hot right now, Chris. We, I love uh, that. We we just did bomb hole. We just got that out of the way. Uh, we got. Uh, it's 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 going to be one to watch. This isn't going to be one to listen to. This is going to be one you're going to want to oh, watch. It's visual. Um, visual. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's got. Uh, we got. We got an intro skit that's going to resonate hard with the fans who have ever watched Dave Chappelle. Uh, they're going to really love that. 
We got a nice little intro skit. We have a debatable foot race. Me and Grendy's got on a foot race. And I mean, we're going to have to let the viewers do the job, do the, do the decision making because I know I, I'm pretty sure I crossed the line first. Grendy is saying his hand is over the line, <laughs> but my foot is over that line before Grendy's. So, awesome. you know, just, just throwing that out there. And he stretched, he did all these different exercises. And all I did was eat a giant piece of Parmesan before I started. <laughs> Love it. All right, and Joey B, how you doing? Safe travels, our guy. All right. Yes, dude. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, every week. I want him every week. So that was a special little pop. That was pretty special. Joey I didn't, B, even, I didn't even recognize who you had there. I mean, I guess it turned into like a an advertisement for a competing podcast, but that's fine. Whatever. We're not really competing. No, we're with just any trying to keep podcast. it real. We're just the world's greatest action sports. Whereas Bombhole is the greatest snowboarding podcast, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've been on there what four times? No, just, well, a couple times, but like once as as an interview, and a couple other times as like uh, filler, just a person. All right, so Chris, we have some news uh, coming up here for you and me for yeah. next week as we yeah. move on to the business at hand. Chris is going to be in El Salvador and Bra- Brazil. I'm leaving on Wednesday for a weekend gig, Red Bull Conquest in Brazil, Rio. From there, go directly to El Salvador for the ISA World Surfing Games, and then I stay in El Salvador for the WSL El Salvador event. So I'm going back to back to back, and you tell me, do you think this would be interesting content for uh, for the viewers is to film what it's like to pack yeah. for a big trip like that? Sure. Okay. Whatever it takes. So we're gonna we're gonna so this is what we're gonna try to do. We're going to try to do some hybrid podcast shows from the road because I'll be on the road forever, I basically al- moving to El Salvador. I also. Where are you moving? Where I? Where? Why are we yelling? <laughs> <laughs> where are you moving and why, why are we yelling? I am going next week to, uh, I have, I'm hosting, Ixtapa? An, I'm hosting an adult camp at Ooh. Copper Mountain for oh, Woodward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard so about this. So this is... Adults only, I if get you know there. Yeah, it's saying. adult only. It's only fans of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's the adult camp at Copper. Um, it's going to be fun. I and get there's there still snow. Next, yeah, there's plenty of snow. Get there next Sunday, and then I'm there through Wednesday, and then... When are you going to be back? Like... 2025 do we even do a podcast anymore yeah i'm gonna do it by myself we're gonna no we're gonna do it together we're gonna figure it out we that's the best part about this show is our staff is here as us mm-hmm. um we we have a computer and we have our phones and we're gonna do something entertaining for you guys because so lots, you've stayed with us so we got to stay with you lots coming up all right years. we're gonna move on to surf news. we're just moving this thing Move on. We're Surf a, news brought to you by Hanson Surf. Three hours where we just barely cracked the nut. Quick on this predictions. One. Quick predictions here. Quick predictions. Surf Next news weekend. brought to you by Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. It's Hanson Surfboards. I just said it. Oh, you did? Yeah, you're not listening. Oh no. You're already checked out at your adults only Clearly. nude snowboarding camp. Um <laughs> Would that be weird? The surf no. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. What would it okay, like, Swingers snowboarding camp. Swingers. Adults only. What if you went and you have to put all your snowboards in a in a dish, isn't that like a thing? Like that uh, used to be that's a thing. A key party. Yeah, you ever been to like one of those? No. No. Are you sure? I've been to key parties, but not like that. Oh. Um, I got. I got to ask you. Next weekend is the Surf Ranch Pro, and it could be a pivotal event 
uh, when you're looking at the WSL Final Five. So just quick, we'll report on it after it happens. But before, let's go. Men's and women's winner. Keep it simple. Todd, who do you got? Who's going to win this thing? Make us sound smart, please. Who's going to win the the surf ranch thing? Yeah. Philippe. In Lamore, California. It's next weekend. Felipe Toledo. Out. Toledo? Mm-hmm. What about a woman? Um, Caroline Marks. All right. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm just going to get wild because Felipe is probably going to win. But I think that um, Jiao Chianca is going to win, even though he's never surfed there before. And I think for the women, um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Carissa Moore because I got a wow, big unsafe risk and a safe one. All right. So um, in introducing our new segment. Oh. It's called We Talk About It's stuff. not even on the script. No. So we're it's going off, off script. script. Chris, I dinged my dark arts. I heard. And I was, I was. What happened? It was really, it was a small day. It was like under waist high. I'm so surprised. So you were not wearing a leash, which really surprises me because I thought you were a staunch leasher. Not when it's like under waist high and you, you can, you can seriously feel, I surf a shitty wave and I can feel my leash dragging. You have a big wave leash so or I a ditched, comp leash? No, I have like, I have like little um, FCS Leash, like the new one, the like the small one that Prezzo gave me. So like Ty awesome. got a brand new, brand one new dark off, arts. one of a kind, just, chemistry dark arts. Just began to like it. Like it, like it took a couple weeks to like it. Now I like it a lot. And the thing, I lost it. I and like, du- like kicking out of a wave. It wasn't even like I fell. I was kicking out of a wave. Okay. And the board is so light. Like they're so... Blame it on the board. Stupid light. Yeah, it's the, the thing fault. ended up on the whitewash, perfectly on the whitewash, and went all the way from the outside and rammed into a wall nose first. I got answers for you. So what Chris is doing now is he's he's calling... I'm using my phone all episode. Because people do want to know, can you repair dark art surfboards once you drop a shitload? But they're not going to answer Chris's call. Mr. Cote. Oh, Hi, wow. Tony from Dark Art Surfboards. This is a uh, this is this is like uh, this is just happening in real time. You're on the Monday Mass podcast. Todd's got a problem, as you know. Todd got a brand new uh, chemistry dark arts. This is a this is a, a, a early one of a kind prototype. And guess what he did, Tony? He took his leash off and he shot his board into the cliff and he <laughs> chipped the nose. And now, how do, just, I, he, how do you fix it? He wants to know what is the correct way to fix a chipped up tip. Not like a broken tip, but just like... It's a bent it's, tip. It's chipped, and you can see the foam under okay. the y- weave. You can see foam. It's chipped. What is the best procedure for Todd to fix his brand new Dark Arts surfboard? Uh, first of all, would you say that he had a lot of chemistry with that surfboard? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, he wow. did. Do you want to work here? Do you want to host <laughs> this podcast? I'm ready to come on whenever. You're on now. Um, first off, uh, you could just fix it with regular epoxy and fiberglass. Oh, you okay. can? Um, okay. If you if it's a lot of foam showing, you might want to use a little bit of carbon. Mm, okay. uh, that would be about a five-minute fix for old JT at the factory. Mm. Um, well, I'm bringing my board to JT at the factory, so <laughs> only, only for special people like Monday Mass people. Oh, so okay, so that's kind of what that's real. Okay, that's but you you want to make sure that you tint the resin so it's it matches. 
Exactly. Okay. okay. You really could just use all resin and uh, tint it black, and you'd be fine. But if yeah. you want to use a little fiberglass, you can to strengthen it up. Or spray paint after. No, okay. that's yeah. whack, dude. Oh, oh, whoa. I don't know if you've ever seen a dark arts board, but they look like an F1 race car. Well, you don't want to mess with that. Since we have Tony on the phone right now, Tony from Dark Arts, uh, Todd's problem is solved. Now let's get to the, some of the fun stuff. Real quick, we're not going to keep you. We know you're extremely busy building boards for the upcoming Surf Ranch Pro. It sounds like we got about a, a third, maybe a half of the field that could potentially be riding dark arts tech. Is that true? Uh, yeah, well, with the recent signing with uh, Darren Han- Hanley and DHD, um, we're hoping to see a lot of their riders. Uh, of course, Sharp Eye, you know, most of their team, most all their team has boards and he has such a large team. Uh, so about the last three weeks, we've been doing nothing but just making pool boards. Um, people like our boards in the pool cause they're very responsive and they're fast down the line. Uh, but they're not limited to just pool boards. They do work good in the ocean. They work in small waves in the ocean. And I'm one of the guys who believe that they work good in large waves in the ocean as well. I agree. I agree with everything you just said as always, but yeah, it's been a, this last three weeks or month has just been a full uh, blown just team building uh john john with paisel hopefully will uh ride his that we've been making him um geez you know sharp eyes you go down the list of sharp eye i mean who doesn't he have on the tour right now you know right <clears throat> and then you know with darren coming on with dhd uh steph already won uh steph rode hers at the snapper contest into third equal third place and she was looking beautiful on it um we just got one out to Ethan Ewing on Saturday. Shouts out to Greg Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Ethan um, Ewing on a Dark Arts will be spiced up. Yeah. Can't so, wait. Um, yeah, with all of our licenses, they give us a ton of support. Um, and they, they let the riders ride our boards, which is super cool. And um, even in the contest, it just it really is like a big validator for us. Heck yeah. Well, well people like I'm bringing them. my Dark Arts board to Brazil and El Salvador. Um, so I'm going to do my best to do my best on my board to make you proud. Okay. Uh, Mr. Cote, are you going to be at the wave pool or are you got uh, doing an escape contest? Uh, I got to, I'm going to do a skate contest, but we got, uh, I've been, I've been peppering the rest of the commentators with plenty of information. So, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Todd is liking his chemistry. I love it. I it he took me it. it definitely took me a couple days to like get I don't know, I guess kind of like dent it a little bit and then once it was dented out and my feet felt more planted, I loved it. Love it. Love yeah, it. and when you could uh, like figure it out and figure out how to like wind it up. Yeah. Uh, it really works to your benefit. And like we oh, had yeah. we had that wave run for the past week or so and it just like it's pretty cool because that board, when you get it flying down the line, sometimes they make rad noises too. Like it, mine was like humming under my feet. It was freaking awesome. That might be you. Maybe. Uh, Please tell us. I've Tom. only had the I've only had the hum on the uh, FT board with the H four pins when I was trying to act like Felipe. It's and some, that was a, a hum style. for me, but <laughs> it is probably the fins, but it's it's really cool. And also another thing that I think is really cool that doesn't really involve surfing at all is like, you know, when like there's like good sized waves and you can, the rock, you can actually kind of feel the rocks moving, the cobblestone moving underneath you. 
Yeah. And you can, but a dark arts board, you feel it more. It's pretty cool. This is some of the weirdest feedback. I am just I've telling you, this is real. This board. is read real feedback. How's the board work, Todd? Dude, it's killer. You can hear and feel the rocks under the under the water. This is. I'm just making general observations, bro. Your sign, Todd. Your sign, R and D. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but it's Tony, awesome. Thank I'm you so much super for hyped. your time and your your awesome tech, JT and the crew, killing it as always. Can't wait to watch Surf Ranch Pro. And, you know, I'll be uh, commentating down at El Salvador for the WSL, so I'm sure there will be a couple of dark ones down there as well. Very good. Much love to you guys. All right. We'll see you Tony's later. Tony's the best. Thanks, Tony. Tony, so, so, yeah, dark arts. That's pretty cool. You All called, my guests You called and got an answer straight away about how to fix a dark arts I'm surfboard. trying to help you. Now, it's not a very big ding, and it's it's just small. It's like the, the nose is chipped, like if you ram the nose into something. And it doesn't. it's not like the nose is buckled. It's just like you chipped it. It chipped it. You chipped it. And all you got to do is is And you told me before you're a pretty good ding repair guy, so. Yeah, but I don't tr- this board looks too good. I want I like to take it it's to a professional. It's kind of like you got a Ferrari yeah, and you're first, like I'm just going to go on YouTube and fix it myself. The first scratch in a new car is always the worst. It's like you've got a brand new Lamborghini and you're like, "You know what? I'm going to put a fin on the back, but I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to make it it's myself." It's like the first time your baby breaks its arm. Right. Yeah, well, your baby's going to be good soon. Yeah. Uh, the Nairbean Challenger Series is a wrap. That's back-to-back bangers on the CS. I said at the beginning of the year, the Challenger Series is the most entertaining It was really good. Cool. Yesterday's, yesterday's final Dude, it was, was like, pumping. how about the freaking um, layback, blowtail, reverse, like... It, that was the craziest thing. That was like that was reminded me of the Dane Reynolds one turn nine. The turn. The turn. Yeah. So in the finals, Jacob Wilcox and Cole Hauschman. Cole Hauschman almost got a perfect twenty. So he had eighteen point nine seven points in a heat total. That's stellar. Jacob Wilcox is super gnarly, uh, but this power matchup, two goofy footers. You had the two percenter, Cole Hauschman, San Clemente kid, uh, getting the win. On the women's side, Isabella Nichols defeated Sally Fitzgibbons. We've seen them surf against each other a bunch of times. Um, But right now, Jacob Wilcox is leading the Challenger Series along with India Robinson, Jet Schilling, and Cole Hauschman for their efforts in those two back-to-back events. have got wild cards in the CT event, Surf Ranch Pro, coming up next weekend. And what else? Australian females hold the top three positions on the Challenger Series. Bella Kenworthy's right there, just on in seventh place. That's pretty cool. That's rad that Bella is in there. I mean, it's 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 really the like we're turning over this new crop of kids, right? That and, are all on their way up now. And I heard a lot about the two percent crew, which is the San Clemente surfers. It's kind of like I was calling it the San Clemente Cyclone for a while because mm. they were the only crew that seemed <clears throat> like they could potentially battle the Brazilian Storm. They've rebranded. They're now the two percent crew or the two percenters. I don't know. Mm. Um, you know, it's Kolohe, Jet Schilling, uh, the Lindblads, on and on. If you're from San Clemente, I'm assuming you're allowed to be in this group. They have three two percenters sitting inside the top ten on the men's rankings. Pretty cool. Uh, top five men: Jacob Wilcox, Emi, Sammy Pupo, Cole Hausman, Jet Schilling. Women, India Robinson, Sally Fitz, Isabella Nichols, Sawyer Limblad, and Alyssa Spencer from Encinitas, California. Next stop on the CS, the Challenger Series. 
Bolito in July than the U.S. Open of Surfing. Special report. Thank you very much. That was some serious, hard-hitting news. Wow. The Vistla Shaper ratings thing. You know what that is? Nope. So it's the Manufacturer's Cup, basically. Think of F1. You've got Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes. Well, for us, we've got uh, surfboard makers. And they're getting points for how good their team does at oh, the I moment. See. I see. DHD is in the lead. Mayhem in second. Sharp Eye third. Channel Islands fourth. Pizel fifth. Very cool. Yeah. And this is this is this is incredible news. It's wild news. All right. So uh, popped open stabmag.com. I'm a premium member, and they had an interview with Brisa Hennessy. We all know who Brisa Hennessy is. She's one of the most popular rippingest surfers on the championship tour. So she made the final five last season, one winning sunset, got second in Tahiti, uh, surfed every event before the cut qualified for her second Olympics, uh, all the while surfing with a brain tumor. What? So in this interview, I kind of will try to condense it and paraphrase it. So basically she was feeling, uh, weird, you know, uh, like she was very tired, uh, wild range of emotions. Things were not right, and she knew something was off. She got an MRI. They found a non-cancerous brain tumor that was pushing against her pituitary gland. Whoa! And so, just you got to read the interview. It's really well. Kui Young did it, um, but it's just incredible when you know, like when you when when you're watching an athlete, a surfer, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're going, oh, man, they're blowing it today. You're the armchair critic. Just know, just think, if somebody's having an off day, it could be something bigger. Could could be a brain tumor. It could be. If this podcast isn't going the way that you think it should. It's Todd's fault. Could be Chris is our, brain. Chris is our brain tumor. Something wrong. But anyway, Brisa Hennessy, you are an absolute warrior. It's probably that rosebush underwear. We love you. And we know you're going to be good. Um, that's, that's a gnarly, gnarly journey. Brain tumor. Yeah, I mean, thank God it was not, you know, not a cancerous, not something, right. you know. Still, though, I'm no doctor. Still, a brain tumor is bad. I feel like any way you slice it. So hopefully, um, that's all going to be sorted out very soon. We need Brisa back at 100. Um, percent So everywhere's been pumping if big you have south Instagram. big south swells we had like yeah. oh, like eight if days you have youtube instagram twitter the internet we had eight or days of waves it's look. the first time that we've had waves in like four months i swear to god here wow which which god the are one you with, to? the one with eight arms from india and i don't know which one hey, do, what, how do i give you a high five i don't know which hand Woo. oh i'll delete that that didn't sound right Mexico's been maybe forearms. Um, Zeke Goro, I think Zeke's off the chain. The god's name is Goro. That's a character from Mortal Kombat. Also a god. Um, Zeke's vlog off the chain has some serious nuggets from their trip to Mexico with the Rusty team. My neighbor, underground hardcore lord Chris Slingerland, was in 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 mainland Mexico. On a personal search. I saw I just saw that clip this morning. And got one of the craziest step barrels. off crazy barrel. Giant, probably like twenty five foot face. This is a this guy has never been in a QS. He's never been in a big wave event. He's never been uh in a surf magazine. Yet he 
season after season gets some of the sickest barrels and does not talk about them. Mm -mm. They just happen, and then he comes back, and I go, give me your phone, let me see the clips. He shows me the clips, and I say, you are legendary. Mm -hmm. So it's so, it's so rad to just know that there's a there's a group of just blue, hardcore blue collar shred. They work and they go get barreled, and they come back happy. They work and then they go back and get barreled. Chris Slingerland, legend, amazing. All right, I got a topic for you, Todd. Okay. So Todd and I, and you guys can write this down in the notes of your phone somewhere, or just keep it somewhere. As a reference, Todd and I both said we would surf a 50-foot face at Jaws. What did we say? 500,000 each? I think it was 50 grand. 50 grand? Yeah. Jesus. I need to up my price. Anyway, so we'll have to go back and not like a Not like a solid Jaws. 50-foot like face. Okay. Which is pretty big. So 50 do, grand. We do get to train. We'll, we will surf. A fifty foot we'll get face, thousand thousand dollars a foot, dude. I'm scared. So my question to you is: We've been all been seeing crazy footage of the wedge. Mm -hmm. The wedge is its own unique monster. The question is for you out there listening and watching. It's also for you, Todd. Twenty foot face wedge wave. Okay, you're on a. You can ride a hardboard, you can ride a softboard, bodyboard, body surf, whatever. You got to make it from the now top this, to the this bottom. Isn't, we're not chipping in from the from the back. No, push. you're paddling in from the outside. Okay. Okay. What is your number to ride and complete? At least make it from the top to the bottom of the wave at the wedge. You're going backside. Ooh, What's that's your scary. number? Twenty foot face. We're looking at a twenty foot face. So let's say three times over three, three times overhead. Like a couple days ago, it was twenty foot easy. What's, I don't, What's I your mean, number? It, I don't know. Because I would way rather do that than Jaws. Because yeah. when you fall, you're on the beach. Yeah, but you're not though. You are. You're not. You're. Oh, you are. You're not really. Oh, you are. Where are you then? You're kind of in that because the way that that water works there is it, it looks like you're falling on the beach, but it's deep right no. there. Sometimes you get spit on the beach, of course, break Most your neck. Most of the time you're on the beach. It's pretty deep right What's your beach. number? Like five, 20 foot five grand. Five grand. Oh yeah. my gosh, people. You're just going over the falls. Go fund me. I know there's a lot of people that you're are not gonna be. You're hurting. not going to be under the water that long. I'm more scared of being underwater for a long time. I think we could get, we could raise that Go fund me. Are you, you, Five five thousand dollars. You're saying it now. Backside on a soft top. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally doable. I was gonna say like twenty. Oh, you gotta do, I'll this. do it for twenty. You just gotta make it to. The, you just gotta make. It. You just gotta make one to the bottom. Just gotta make one to the bottom. You I mean, then you'll first. just get fucking annihilated. But it's not like you're. It's not like you're underwater for a long time. I don't. You jaw very confident, dude. Well, Jaws, you're dragged underwater for a long time. True. I but mean, you, you may. Be, you're gonna you're, be towed into Jaws. You may go over the falls at the wedge, and probably get deposited on the beat and like get like rolled up like a freaking. My number is twenty grand. Todd's is five, and I know there's wealthy people out there that listen to this show with an extra five grand. Bring it here in cash. I'll bring the soft top. Todd surfing the wedge. Period. 
Mike, Mike, my son has taken off on like solid, not probably You're not, not your son, probably not a 20 footer, you know it. but he's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely taken off on some giant ass waves at the wedge before. Definitely. But again, that's not you. No, I've seen him on a bike. I've seen him in a, on a trampoline. How hard can much it be? Much more of an athlete than you. It's just like snowboarding. You just got to fucking stand up and do it. Five grand, anybody. Five grand. So It'll much, be a Monday mass so much special claiming, edition. So much claiming going on right now. Um, Are we still doing more surf news? Jesus H. Surfer Today. Oh, this is this is interesting. Surfer Today did a piece on the most followed surfers on social media. Number one is pretty obvious. Gabriel Medina. Number two. Pedro Scooby. Who the fuck is Pedro Scooby? Well, 6.1 million people know who Pedro Scooby is. Do you know who Pedro Scooby is? He's a big wave surfer. Okay. Where's he um, from? Brazil. We've got, he's got, so Gabriel has 11.1 million IG followers. I wonder if Gabriel gets uh, political on Twitter. He's got almost 500,000. Uh, Slater comes in at third with 3.2 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, Alana Blanchard, 1.7. Anastasia Ashley is a million. Italo, 2.8 million. John John, 1.5. Fanning, 1.2. Oh, this is cumulative. This is total number of. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's uh makes sense. I figured Kel- like Kelly's Kelly's numbers I thought would be higher. I think it when you think about it, okay, so there's numbers. And then there's influence. Yeah, but you know Kelly's what they don't have more influence. They than don't anybody. take into consideration next door, next door app. Yeah, like how many? Or only how many? Numbers. How many people are following you on next door? Me. <laughs> uh, there Chris? was a coyote in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Two, oh my god! Two nights ago, there was a coyote in our neighborhood, and you know when the coyotes yelp, no, and it sounds like a, a dying uh, child in the street. No. Yeah, we had you that must the other live night. in a rough part of town. I do. Um, speaking of rough part of town, there's a family called like the Bucket List family, and they go around the world and they film it and whatever. But there's a video out that I just saw that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. They're in Hawaii. The dad pushes the five year old son into a little wave. It's so cute. Um, you know, it's like a one foot wave. The kid's tiny, standing up. Five, I think, is above the threshold of me being a baby hater okay. for doing action right. sports. So five is the that's the threshold. Five is fine. The dad pushes the kid in. It, there's a GoPro in the nose of the board. The kid rides the wave, and at the end of the wave, the kid's looking over the board like, "Huh, shark, daddy." There's a shark, and the kid like kind of falls off the board a little bit. Mm. So the kid rode the board in, and there was a uh, a huge shark under the front of his board swimming around and he's looking at it and the dad like comes up and he goes and the dad sees it mm-hmm. and and he's like okay like session over paddles into the beach that's sketchy it was gnarly Can you imagine shoving your five-year-old into the jaws of a shark yeah you'd feel pretty bad but the footage is pretty nuts both the father so and son were very calm pissed honey <laughs> You're never going to believe this. Are you sitting down? Uh, last bit of surf news. The Switchfoot Bro-Am is coming here to Encinitas. June 15th is the benefit party. June 17th is the beach party and free concert at Moonlight Beach. It's a wonderful day. Positivity. So awesome. Don't plan on parking anywhere near downtown Encinitas. Pedal.electric. Mm-hmm. E-bike. Um, Skate news is brought to you by Beneath the Par... <laughs> what the fuck? Nope. My skate guest 
Skate News is brought to you by Beneath Apparel B and 3TH Apparel. Why? Because these are the best underwear to skate in. Too. Yep, they are. Chad um, Caruso made it. Yeah, he made it to Virginia he Beach in time for Jackalope Fest, which is coming up. I thought you were going to Jackalope. I thought so, too. And then I called him, and they said no. <laughs> you must not have done a very apparently, good job at the last Apparently, you don't need me anymore. Um, but Don't you like that when you're like, I think I'm doing that job? And then you're like... Then you then you reach I, out. They're all, they're all, we've, we've decided to go with... They're Brent. like, Todd's on the phone. What do I tell him? Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, Caruso. he made it. He made it all the way to Virginia Beach and went in the water. And there was all... He like yeah. went down to the beach and probably soaked his feet. 57 days he was skateboarding between 50 and 80 miles a day. Did you call him? Was that the guest? No, I messaged him. Oh. Um, 3,000 plus miles from Venice Beach to Virginia Beach. And it was pretty cool. Like, I liked his attitude. Obviously, he was doing this for to raise awareness for addiction and mental health. Um, he used the same set of wheels. The wheels of his skateboard became the star as well as Chad. But it looked like every couple hundred yards or something, somebody would stop him and be like, oh, dude, I can't believe it. That's annoying. I can't believe you, it. All you want to do is is push for 3,000 miles like and you, getting, and you, you can't. You want to get to the hotel. Once you get to the rhythm and then somebody stops you to like talk to you. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Chad Caruso. We'll get you on the podcast at some point. All right. I'm sure he's busy. Thrasher. He's du- tired. Thrasher Dubai Masher. This is, yeah. That this was is pretty cool. sick. This is like a one little video on a website featuring skateboarding. But it opens, up, it opens up our skateboard topic today. That's right. So this skate park that's in Dubai, it's there's like, it's like if you told your grandpa, I want a half pipe, but all you could do, you didn't have a picture to show him. All you could do is like describe what a half pipe would be. It's like a submarine hold. It's like, it's like a submarine would fit in there and you make it and then it would be like, it has like decks and it'll be like 12 to 13 feet high. And it would have like curves. Well, the best part about this, so originally I think when this thing was built in Dubai, it was the first kind of skate ramp there. And the first couple of people that went to skate it were probably saying and thinking, this is the worst half pipe ever mm-hmm. built. Cement. But of course now, when you got Tom Shar, uh, Sorgente, Keegan Palmer, etc., Sleepy Turtle. Liam Pace. Uh, Liam Pace. Uh, a bunch of rippers. They make this thing look insanely fun. Yeah. And so... So what's your question? The question that I have is, do shitty constructed skate parks make better skaters than really well-constructed? Like, let's say, compare the Linda Vista Park here in San okay. Diego. Probably one of the greatest skate parks that I've ever skated it's in my beautiful life. Park. It's got everything. Everything is perfect. Everything flows. And then I compare it to what we grew up on, which was like a shitty fucking quarter pipe. Wooden half pipe. Wooden, falling apart, okay. splintered bullshit. Okay. So do shitty skate parks make better skaters? Um. Yes and no. I think that if... One of the best parts of showing up to a new park or if a new park gets built in your town, whether it's good or bad, is figuring out how to skate the park or how to skate the ramp, how to skate the spot, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So when we started to see the rise of DIY skate parks, Burnside, Washington Street, 
you know, these DIY not perfect. Philly side. They're not perfect, but they they lend themselves to adaptation. Mm-hmm. And if you can adapt to these different parks, um, not only is your skateboarding going to just look cooler, mm-hmm. but it's going to give you knowledge that's to a good, bring that's to a other good point. places. Like, I feel like... Okay, I feel like it's the same across this the sports world. Right. Like fr- from from basketball to snowboarding to surfing, the shittier your terrain is, the shittier is, your shit is. The shittier start. your shit is, the more well, obviously the more uh, adapted you are and easier it is when you get to the per- perfect land, but you have way more interesting style. My friend, my friend uh BJ Brian Johnson was saying that if you could just look through the lens of a 15-year-old surfer from Cocoa Beach, Florida. Florida. Dude, we were talking about this the other Every day. Every day here in California would look so fun. Right. And, I, and you know, you think of the Hobgoods, Slater, Geiselman, you know, the list of surfers from the East they're Coast. They're all so stupid good. They're so good. And they're they're pumped because the waves aren't don't get that good in Florida that often. And so when they come to California, Hawaii, where they're just going, oh, my God. It looks so good, and yeah. we're and we're going. This is not a good day. Hence, same thing. Bad skate park. You show up to a good park. Oh, you're stoked. Yeah. So I think yes. that's I think that's true. I think the shittier the skate park, the better, the better skater. Yeah. So you, your foundations are better. So moms make your make your kid a fucked up ramp. If yes. he wants a mini ramp, and you can and you can hire the professionals to do it. Fuck no. Make it a you, chipped up you do steel it, you loop. You do it yourself and you try to you try to hand draw each transition. There you go. So that one side of the ramp is maybe a six foot tranny and the other side of the ramp is maybe four foot. Well, it's like North Shore, the documentary where the guy Rick Kane from Arizona had to learn on old kind of hard to ride boards to, mm-hmm. uh, to get him. So no, son, we're not going to Poots Park. We're going to the ashtray in Lucadia. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to learn. You're going to learn on shitty asphalt. Stuff. Frankie Villani has a new part for New Balance out. It's incredible. He is definitely one of my favorite skateboarders. So creative, so unique. It's called 417 New Balance Part. Um, oh, check mm. this out. What's that? Our friend Mirko Magnum. Did you get some new shoes? Has a shoe company. Whoa. It's called Opus. There's no laces. These are the slip-on version. There's oh, a I couple. Want those. There's a couple different... Uh, Styles, it's brand new. Well, it's a skate These shoe. are just coming out right skate now. Skate shoe company. Skate shoe company. Who's Mirko a, Magnum. Who's on there? He's a former pro skateboarder. Yeah, yeah I know who Mirko um, is. Who's on there? He's he's tall. No, Mirko I know. Magnum. I know who Mirko is. I think he wrote for Planet Earth. Rhythm. Rhythm. Mm. Mirko Magnum. Mm-hmm. This is a shoe brand for skaters by skaters. I like it. It's called Opus Footwear. Look at that. Just nice, simple, clean. They're super comfortable. I've been skating in them. It's weird how you got some. How come you always get the, all the shit? I don't know. People like me more than they like Sample you. Sample size. Ass I'm a cote. nine. Um, so that's pretty cool. Also, uh, last thing in skate news. Um, I read an interesting article on Jankum.com. Most of their articles are interesting. If you don't go there, you should. Uh, can skateboarding help with children's trauma? I think skateboarding can help with anything. I was actually, it was funny. Totally agree. Th- funny this morning, I happened upon an article about... Um, Boo Johnson having a a like a alcoholic recovery skateboard program here in San Diego. Oh. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, 
There's a. It's it's more than boo. Do actually. I have that right? Is that who I'm talking no, about? No, no. I'm not talking about the right I person. I think boo parties. Okay. So who was that? Who am I talking about? You're thinking of Brandon. Brandon. Uh, um. Wait. Who? Who am I talking? Brandon about? Turner. Oh, that's right. Okay. Bo, let me, I can, Bo Turner. Excuse me. Brandon Turner. Brandon Turner. So Brandon Turner, you're you're right Why there. You're on you're on the right path. Okay. Brandon Turner has a company called the West Recovery and Mental Health SD Healthy Life Recovery Inc. So Brandon Turner, who was a notorious skate partier, and like I'm sure he was fun skate partier for a while and then it went dark. He actually at one point Almost ended his career, almost ended his life. He was partying, he was drunk, and something happened. The cops started chasing him. He had already had gotten in trouble a few times. He's running from the cops. He runs up onto like a road and jumps over a rail railing, mm-hmm. thinking he's just gonna. Right. He fell a story, two stories. Oh my god! Uh, broke his legs. So he's been through a lot, but now he is his best self. He is giving back. Brandon Turner is. I'm glad you brought that up. So, yeah. yes, skateboarding. I think I, skateboarding I think can. can help with a litany of things. I think that, you know, give like skating is such a it's such a deal like you d- learn how to deal with uh Adversity. failing over yeah. and over and over again and it's like it becomes your resilience right. is um, you know, boosted by skating. So, for sure, I think boosted. that can I like it. Yeah. Um, Snow News is brought to you by Bachan's Barbecue Sauce. Chris, when is when is it over? Snowboarding? Yeah. It's not. Not now. Not ever. Ugh. It's really You're done with it. It's, it's really, over for you. Yeah, and I You're guess going like, on a trip next. I'm like, I, I'm going on a snowboard trip next week. I I just saw a bunch of footage from Palisades uh, in Tahoe, uh, formerly known as Squaw Valley, and it is like mid winter. Mammoth looks like midwinter. There is so much snow That's left. Cool. It's cool. It's literally cool. Get it. The but it's air, like air temp. I just, I, I'm like so. Be careful what you wish for, Todd, because you wished for a great season. You got. I it, got one. But I got one that's still delivering. But I feel like I'm ready to put my boots away and my snowboard gear away. Wet. Do you do that? Have just you ever done it, that? Yes, I've actually ridden like, hard and put away. I've I've come home from a trip before in like May. And like it's really May sloppy. Or like May, like March. It's like May. It's June. It's, it's gotta be May. So as I come back in May, and or actually when I used to go to like Mount Hood and stuff, mm-hmm. I would I would come home in June and just I would come home on that trip and I just wouldn't open the board bag until like Stick it in October. The yeah, and like shit, shit It'll happens. Shit happens in your boots. It'll be moldy. Moldy. Yeah. Penicillin. Dry your gear before you put it away for the year. It's a really good idea. Uh, I got a fun story. A meteorologist, Chase Thompson from Salt Lake City's KUTV2 News. Oh, I've seen this. He broke the internet. Well, well a while back um, at Solitude uh, at the beginning of the season. Do you hear that beeping? No. <laughs> so this guy's pretty cool. He's a newscaster, a meteorologist, and he filmed a closing weekend segment where he was snowboarding. Getting a follow cam, giving you the giving weather you report. Giving you the weather report, right. which is it's hard enough just to snowboard. When you snowboard and give, I the don't weather, think it's that hard. 
It's pretty I hard. I don't think I don't think that this Give is, us a weather report right now. I'm not snowboarding. Well, I can give you a weather see report. how easy it is if you're so good at it. Well, hey, everybody. This weekend's weather. Well, it's another fantastic one here at Solitude. You can see the snowpack is deep. We had a lot of great snow late season. We started off great, ended off with a bang here, and it ain't over yet. Solitude closing weekend this weekend, but we still have Snowbird open on the weekends. We also have up there at uh, Brighton. We have all kinds of fun festivities going on to the rest of the season up there at Brighton. Millie Meltdown will be happening pretty soon. Uh... You know, it's fantastic. The Parm is deep, as Joey B would say. See, I can that do was this pretty good. all freaking day long. But you didn't give long. temperatures. You didn't give... Uh, can we talk about tightly packed isobars? You can. Okay, the isobars are okay, packed. Okay, well, I was trying to give Chase Thompson a compliment and Todd just shit on it. I don't know. I guess it just happened. Like, if you just happen to be in I the right he, place at the right like time. He's a nice guy. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. props. It's... It's freaking never ending, and I, we do have some news. We have uh, we have what's coming up. What's coming up in snowboarding? Um, <laughs> That's the official title of this segment. What's coming up in snowboarding? We have a bomb hole. Another bomb hole pop here. What is going on? Can we do ever do our own shit? Uh, the bomb hole does Mount Hood starting June first. June first, High Cascade Snowboard Camp. Oh, that's or next Wendell's. week. That's like next week. But I will have my adult camp at Woodward before that. So if you guys want to go and get straight day drunk. If you want to get risky yeah. with other adults on go the mountain. Up, go with me to Copper Mountain, Colorado for... Uh, all nude weekend of all adult snowboarding. nude snowboarding. But we're also... It's called Burnt Tips Weekend. <laughs> it's called Tips Across America. But anyways, uh, the snowboard camps all start up. Um Next week as well, they you know everyone's up at High Cascade Wendells. I don't even know what the What's hell. What's a called glacier? Anymore. Glacier is a big piece of unmelting ice which Mount Hood doesn't have anymore. Oh, and the glacier pretty much like receded. Glacier receded glacier. But I will say this that like, you know, there's these snowboard camps are probably feeling the heat right now because a lot of people are <laughs> literally a lot of people are going to go to Mammoth. They're gonna go to like Snowbird oh, and Snowbird's not in, or Squaw Valleys or Palisades is not intending to close down until after July fourth. Ten years from now, you know, global warming like really kicks in. Uh, the 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 tagline on the newspaper, the headline: Snowboarders feeling the heat, global warming. <laughs> I could feel like I I feel like that newscaster might say that. Hey, we're feeling the heat out here in solitude as global warming uh, hasn't done much to melt this snow. So that leads us to believe that global warming is not real. Anyway, the Earth is not round. There's mountains on it, but when the Earth when the snow melts, it goes off the sides of the Earth and drips into the universe. It does. It goes off the sides. Ice it goes comes off the back around due to gravity. Yep. And then comes back as snow. Okay, listen. <laughs> I cut, haven't been. Cut your snowboard in half. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's it's time to move on. I haven't even got to ride my Yes Pizel board. You haven't even got to ride the other board that you had either. Um, Did you go snowboarding. snowboarding this year? Yeah, dude, with you. Oh, yeah, that's right. For like a run. Dick. Like one run. Yeah, you ditched me. Nerd News is brought to you by Rationale at Rationale. At Ration Ale. At Ration Ale. Cruel World Festival was this weekend. It had me feeling the FOMO until a lightning storm cut the festival short. Who's, but who is playing when the lightning storm hit it? 
Iggy Pop. Wow. Iggy Pop was uh, just finished, I think, his second or third song of his set, The Passenger. I'm the passenger. And a guy came out and whispered something in his ear, and he goes, it's, there's lightning. We got to evacuate. So I think most people went to this festival to see Susie and the Banshees. She was headlining. Peekaboo. Didn't get there. And people were freaking out. Gary Newman's set also got cut in half, which is a, 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 a atrocity because he is just the one of the best living artists in all of music now. Um, but the good news is, and of course a lot of people, so people had to leave. They evacuated the place. Correct. Uh, but, and I think this is one of the coolest things that I've seen a festival of this size do is they kept... Everything up Sunday night. They put uh, Gary Newman, uh, Iggy Pop, and Susie and the Banshees on. And they you ever let, been at a festival that's canceled or like there's a lightning thing? Um, I was at I'm once, sure. I was at one once and it was crazy. Like they were just like, Get out, and there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah, go back You're to your like, car. Yeah, just go stand, like, bro. My Molly stand, just hit, just stand in the field right outside this fence. I just feel like too is right before the headliner, so people are like, "Okay, now is the time. take all take all the drugs." Okay. Susie and the Banshees about to come up. So people were cooking, and then it was like the lights went on. Closing time. A uh, big shout out to Leah Block, uh, Ken Block's daughter, and she got uh, first in the two wheel drive uh, and fourth overall at the Oregon Trail Rally this weekend. Following in her dad's footsteps, Sick. Leah is paving. She's crushing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So congrats to her. And also Lucy Block did super good this weekend as well. Rally family. Mother, daughter? Mother, daughter. Ripping. Ripping. Um, shout out to Steve-O. And I say shout out to Steve-O because he has become a really incredible podcaster. You think he'd be on our podcast? Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. Okay. I just I, I watched his podcast with Maynard from Tool. And there was awkward moments, but... He's good. Wait, who was getting good? Who was more awkward, Steve-O or Maynard? Um, well, I think Steve-O was probably a little bit awkward because he's a huge fan, mm -hmm. and so whenever you, you know what it's like. Is it better? Week, to, is it better not to fan, be? So you're like, oh, I'm a little nervous talking to Chris. Is it better not to be a fan of the person that you have on the know. podcast? You ever seen someone like have have obviously an enemy? No, like someone on the podcast, and they try to be so cool that they're like a dick to their guest. They're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, tools good. Between but. two ferns, kind of style. Yeah, but in um, IRL, I've been, I've been, for some reason, I've been really diving deep into podcasts, which is a little late, right? They're pretty popular. You know who's having a moment? Carrot Top. Wait, what? Carrot Top is having a moment. Carrot Top has been all over the pod scene. You know the comedian Carrot Top. Oh, I thought you were talking about the bodybuilder. Did you know? Okay, so he didn't know. He didn't know he was getting ripped. Do you know why he, Carrot Top got so jacked? Because he was in Las Vegas and he was bored and nothing to do, and so he would just go to the gym every day. Wait a minute. He, he, noticed. Didn't, he didn't. Bullshit. What That's is he? What not, he does he said. not have any mirrors at his house? No, he just like was working out. Dude, he's he he's constantly wearing his little brother's T-shirt. Okay, he looks at a, to be a normal size now. He deflated De a little bit. He was laughing about it. Carrot Top seems like a G. He just seems so cool. Does he? Really? Yes. He does. I'm I did I forgot about Carrot Top. I'll be honest. Well, prop, but I'm back on the Carrot prop Top comics, program. Prop comics went out. Guess who guess who loves Carrot Top? George Carlin. How do you know? Because he said it. Really? 
Dinosaur Jr. is celebrating 30 years of the album Where You Been. And, and Underrated Dinosaur Jr. album. You know, you go to see Dinosaur Jr., you might as well just put your face right in the amp. Loud. It is loud. Jay Mascus has got to be hard of hearing because they turn... I've never it's had turns. my shit rocked more than at a uh, Dinosaur Jr. concert. I will tell you one band that's louder than Dinosaur Jr. Who? Mogwai. They're very loud. It, you can feel your clothes going. Uh, every Dinosaur Jr. show I've ever been to, I've had so much... Uh, Tinnitus. Toilet paper stuffed in my ears to like just so I could hear the songs. You have to soak it in piss. You soak <laughs> it in piss first? Yeah. I've been doing it wrong. You didn't know that? No. Dude, you must not go to a lot of shows. Everyone's doing Sorry. that. Sorry. Um, Do you go to the show and bring your own earplugs? No, I don't wear earplugs. You don't? No. Why not? Because I'm... I'm accustomed to it, to loudness. Do you ever get weirded out when what? people? <laughs> that was a joke. Do you see people break? Like I always thought that was cool when people have their own earplugs. I think it's snobby. Really? No, it's fine. I, I you know what? If I like, because I know people who have very expensive earplugs, like the ones that cut down the highs and the lows. Yeah, and it's like, you know, they kind of look at you like, <laughs> it's pretty loud, huh? You're like, no, it sounds great. And they're like. Yeah, it sounds better right here in my ears. They say that? No, no one's ever said that to me, but I just imagine that. Um, dude. What? You want some music news? Yes. Sunbender. Uh, everyone agrees that that's a great name because we talked about it last week on this show. Sunbender. New little musical project I got going on. Yep. We went and recorded two songs with Chris Prescott of Tanner, Pinback, Hemlock, Montalban Quintet, and... They're about halfway done. Dude, they're thick. What do you mean? They're thick. They're thick songs. So we are a power trio along the lines of other power trios like... Cut You Up. Rush, Dinosaur Jr. Cut You Up's four. And Cut You Up is still a band. It's an awesome band. You just let, let everyone know. Power trio. The Police. Um, a lot of good power trios out there. Millie Vanilli. We're one of them. They're a duo. Oh. Coming soon. Finally, questions. Okay, we're gonna have some like questions for a while. Brought to you by Nanocraft CBD. Yeah, we started this uh, podcast yesterday. You guys should almost be done work now, because I know a lot of you listen. Wherever to you're our driving, you work. might be almost there. Let's see. I'm gonna look up and see what I have for questions in mind too. Um, Brett David Pajetsky says, "Congrats on the anniversary, Chris and Todd. In the past five years, how many 540 debates?" debates do you think have undergone and is there any headway on the resolution occurred so far and has anyone stopped saying frontside indie um or has the frontside indie initiative taken more of a main stage i would be bummed if people stopped saying it because it would give yeah it wouldn't give me as much to do i kind of giggle on the my outrage now. is over yeah i'm, I'm i've not gone outraged. through my outrage phase i don't call it whatever you want i don't care i know what's right in my heart and mm -hmm. my mind my brain tells me and my heart tells me they're in unison knowing what a 540 I'm is. I'm not going to be like a grab Karen anymore. No, I'm not going to be a spin Karen on the airwaves. Right. If it happens in front of me while I'm commentating, but just I'll know that you're wrong. Yeah, you, I'm you not wrong. Just know that you're wrong. John Veter says, it's Gaper Day on Black Home. Heading up now for the last snow shred of 2022, 2023. 
Here's hoping the next six months go by quick because we're already jonesing for more people share laughs. Start. What's Gaper Day mean? Gaper Day is like you just dress. You just dress like someone who doesn't have a mirror, like, and doesn't know they're jacked. Do not because they're type bored in Las Gaper Vegas. Day into Pornhub search bar. Right. Gaper, Don't do that. Gaping Day. Don't. There's a big difference between Gaping Day and Gaper Day. Thank you for the report, John. So yeah, last day of snow there. You can come to Mammoth. Mammoth's gonna be open all year. Adam Etzart says, Monday Mass question. If you, this is a good question. Thanks for the shirt, Adam. Thanks for the shirt and stickers. Oh, you didn't get stickers? I got stickers. Thanks, Adam. He gave me like three more stickers than he gave you. What's the, what is it? If you could design a new pro model skateboard or snowboard for yourself, what would your graphics look like? Ooh, good question. Hmm. Interesting. I think, man, that's a tough one. I have a thing for swords. You Sometimes a, you have a sword spot. I have a sword spot for swords. No, not swords. You put a sword on. That? I'm gonna go. I have this board right here that has all these weapons. That thing, I that was I looking. At, I was looking at that. I would just do a bunch of weapons on the board. Just weapons, but like funny weapons. So if you you can't see this, but what's like a funny weapon? Basically, um, a funny like this 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 art that I did over here is titled "Things That Can Kill." Mm-hmm. And it starts with swords and guns and axes and bows and arrows and it goes all the way up. And you got spear guns, you got a fishing pole, you got a charger helmet. What's the funniest weapon that someone could come at you with? A basketball. <laughs> Kill you with it. A I taco. Mean, literally anything is a weapon in the hands of, the, of John Wick. A blender. A blender. A phone. A corded phone. We've seen that in movies a bunch corded of Corded phone? Mm hmm. Post-it notes. Just, just if tiny. You get, it's, it's tiny. Zips. How many paper cuts do you think it, it would take for you to die? Mm, good question. Do we have any other questions? More uh, pressing ones? Um, Todd says, what happens when you put your snowboard stuff wet away for the season? You get mold. Black mold. You get mold. mold. Um, oh, Willie and Pietro. These are our two favorite uh Two of our favorite feline listeners, Willie and Pietro. Um, have you ever had to give your pet medicine or injections? If so, how awful was it? Um, I've had to like try to get my cat to like swallow a pill in the anus. No, that's you don't swallow with your anus. <laughs> um, <laughs> cats don't swallow. Dogs do it easy. They'll eat anything. Yeah. Cats, you have to like, like, you can't do it. So um, mine actually happened last night. I have to put this stuff. Uh, it's like a little squeezer thing. And you put it on the dog's back from the neck to the butt ox. Oh, for the flea? butt ox for fleas. Uh -huh. Oh, my dog hates it. And I pull it out and I click it. You go. Oh, yeah. They know. And they know, and she ran, and I felt bad, but I'm just like, yo, I don't want fleas in the house. So My cat, that sucks. I've, I've had to do that stuff too, that Advantix, but I've heard that, that that stuff, if you're using Advantix, it's not good. It's Doesn't not work. Advantix. Um, I use spray paint. Chantix. It's um, your, your pets quit smoking. You know what? One, one, uh, a term that's used in the uh, like dog grooming world that I, every time I just, uh, anal gland expressing. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. But you want like, to express the that's, anal glands. That's if you do, really. I just don't. Do all dogs have to have their anal glands expressed? Anal glands expression, anal gland expression. Do they all have to have it done? 
I mean, I don't think they have to, but it you're not feels doing it better. For fun. You've never had your anal glands expressed? Not ex- I mean, I have. I'm ver- they're very expressive. Let me express to you. <laughs> what I have a anal- very expressive anal gland. But- Question for the show: right. Wilson H. Wilson Wilson. Um, what's the worst boarding accessory you have purchased or used enthusiastically? For example, Ooh, uh, riser pads for a skateboard. Uh, Go to shower to rinse off after. Those are two good ones. What's yours? The worst. Like the worst, best accessory that you're maybe a little bit embarrassed to have and use enthusiastically. Grip tape eraser. (laughs) I use that thing all the fucking time. (gasps) To the point now where I can't, like, I hate dirty grip tape. That's so punk. Is it punk? Um, You know what I've never used, but I want to use next season when I go snowboarding is those, uh, like, butt pads. Butt and thigh pads. Beneath Apparel makes a pair of padded shorts. What? Yeah, I have some. Bring it. Hey, Can I have them? Did you ever? Are you? You know those people that like take their bearings out of their wheels and like soak them and like put them clean their bearings. I'm not doing that. Do you do that? No, I use bones bearings, the best in the business. We don't need to soak bones. Jason Berg says, "FYI, I think the band name Sunbender is rad. It has a shoegaze vibe to it and reminds me of Tonebender, a great record store that specialized in shoegaze records." Thank you, Jason Berg. That's awesome to hear. Very Naming radical. a band is hard. That's a good show right there. Um, Hopefully that, you made it home wherever you're driving to or from. That'll be our show this week. Thanks to Joey Bauer and also uh, big thanks and Tony shout from out Dark to Arts. Tony from Dark Arts for informing me that you can, in fact, fix a carbon fiber surfboard with regular household products. Two for two with people answering my calls. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling seen. I'm feeling liked. All right. Well, if you've liked the way that we've expressed our anal glands this week, you're going to love next week when it's just me. We'll see you next week. We're going to make it work.